0: This talk is titled, The Purpose of Listening. It's based on two main quotes. James one nineteen, Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And Proverbs 12.15 The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. When I was in my awkward teenage years, There was a girl in my ecclesia. She was so kind to me, and even though she was a bit older, she would often engage me in conversation. She seemed so genuinely interested in me and what was happening in my little life. Um, I felt so seen and cared for just by speaking to her, and I wanted to be like her, but I really didn't know how to speak to people like that, so of course I did what everyone does when they need to find an answer, and I jumped on Google. After scrolling through all the usual conversational tactics, I found a TED talk by a lady named Celeste Headley. It was a talk about how to have a good conversation, and the message has stuck with me ever since. Basically, Celeste says, Many of you may already have heard a lot of advice on this. Things like, look the person in the eye, think about interesting things to talk about in advance." Nod and smile to show that you're paying attention. Repeat back what you've heard or summarise it. So I want you to forget all of that. It's crap. There is no reason to learn how to show that you're paying attention if you are in fact paying attention. And I would like to extrapolate on that. Don't just feign interest in people. Be interested. Assume that you have something to learn. Bill Nye said... Everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't. Everyone has a colourful backstory. Philippians 2 verse 3 takes it further. It says, In humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. If you really care about someone, you're going to be interested in them. So listen. Listen to understand, not just to reply. Proverbs 18 verse 13 says, If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Now this is something that I struggle with, and I know that I need to work on. Because we get distracted. The average person talks at a rate of about 225 words per minute but we can listen at a rate of up to 500 words per minute. So our minds are filling in those other 275 words. So sometimes when we're having a conversation, the other person might say something that reminds us of the time that something amazing happened or this incredible fact that we learned and we stop listening. We're just waiting to interject to tell them about this amazing thing. Proverbs 18 verse two says, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding But only in expressing his opinion. So sometimes thoughts and ideas will come into our mind and we need to let them go. We don't need to take every opportunity to prove how amazing we are or how much we've suffered. When we do this we've stopped listening. Even though sometimes we may have the best intentions. Maybe you just want to show that you understand what they're going through. Don't equate your experience to theirs. It's not the same. And more importantly, it's not about you. Maybe you just wanna show that you're there with them, but at the end of the day, if you want to do that, all you need to do is just listen. Just be there and be present. Don't multitask. There have been so many studies finding that Just having a mobile phone in sight during a conversation hinders connection. So if you want to create a connection, give that person your full focus and attention. True listening takes effort and energy. Proverbs 17 verse 28 says, Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent, and discerning if they hold their tongues so if you're having a difficult conversation and you don't know what to say don't worry sometimes people just need to have you there with them someone to sit through the garbage with them don't offer solutions or try to look on the bright side ecclesiastes 3 verse 7 says there is a time to keep silent and a time to speak this takes me to the next section of my talk healing qualities of true listening now all of us will have had different experiences and training um, but over the course of my nursing I've done a few um, training sessions about topics such as de-escalation end-of-life care and team leadership and all of these courses had one connecting thread listening real active listening is integral to working and living harmoniously with other people. Now the de-escalation training was really fantastic. It learnt, helped me learn how to deal with agitated parents of sick children and um, uncompliant teenagers uh, who are often just in need of a bit of autonomy and control. And not long after completing the training I was kind of razzed when a parent on the ward bust a nut at the nurse looking after her son and she stormed out of the ward with her son in tow but he really needed IV antibiotics to treat a really nasty infection Um, and he still had an IV cannula in so we couldn't let them leave without removing the cannula at least Um, but the nurse had told the mother that she wasn't allowed to leave and that one did not go over well so I could see that it wasn't going to end well and I was also super keen to put my newfound skills into practice so I took over and followed them out into the lifts which in hindsight probably wasn't the wisest decision but it seemed necessary at the time um, so I asked the lady why she wanted to leave and I listened to her concerns and I validated them I could see that underlying all that anger was just concern for her son so I told her how we were trying to help her son and how we could help resolve her issues and I listened to all her pent-up frustrations at the way that things had been handled and after she got it all off her chest she started to calm down and she agreed that she did just want the best for her son and that she would stay and let him have the antibiotics that he needed and I was stoked it actually worked just by listening to this lady I was able to get the boy this treatment that he needed and probably avoid a really nasty formal complaint. Not long after, I did some um, palliative care or end of life training. Um, Now, one of the most important things to consider when looking after someone at the end of their life is the impact that it will have on their families and loved ones. It's always such a tough situation And I must say that I still feel way out of my depths when trying to support families through this. But one of the most important things to do is just to create a safe space where the family feel that they can be able to process the information. It's a time to just be there with them. Um, For this course, we had to read a paper about tissues and how handing someone a box of tissues could be taken as a non-verbal way of saying, stop crying. Uh, the paper concluded that it was just best to have the tissues within easy reach of the person so that if they wanted them, they could reach for them. And I always do that now. So if I know there's a bad diagnosis coming, I will always try to set up a room so that the tissues are within easy reach of where they will be sitting. Anyway, I, uh, I know this isn't the funnest application, but I think that when processing grief, trauma and loss, it is so important to have someone there... will just listen to you without judgment and without solutions someone who will hear you and accept you and validate your feelings and emotions christ our brother is the perfect listener he has been through all the same struggles as us and he is ever ready to listen with compassion likewise we have a heavenly father who is always ready to listen jeremiah 33 verse 3 says call to me and i will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you have not known and jeremiah 29 verse 12 says then i then you will call on me and pray to me and i will hear you you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart psalm 34 verse 4 says i sought the lord And he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. We go to God with our struggles and grief, and he will listen to us. But we also need to remember that nothing will change unless we listen to God in return. So make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding. That's Proverbs 2 verse 2. In Proverbs 16 verse 20 it says, Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers, and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. So search out his will, explore his word, and taste and see that the Lord is good. The end.